0: Welcome to our podcast, The Relevance of Sidney Banks' Role. This podcast was born out of a deep feeling. It consists of a series of conversations with individuals who have been Sid students for years and also dear friends of him. There is a question to explore, certainly understanding the relevance of his role as why. Why is it so crucial? So welcome to a shared conversation that comes out of a feeling to keep Sydney Banks' understanding alive as a level of consciousness. This is the story, a story full of hope and transformation, and every time we're reminded of it in the stillness of our minds, life is just but a beautiful, loving, and deep journey not to be missed. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our podcast, The Relevance of Sydney Bank's Role. And today we have another um, guest, Dr. George Pransky. And uh, on this um, conversation, he just answered the question why is it crucial? Why does it matter the relevance of Sydney Bank's role? I hope you enjoy it. As I did, it's a clear and vast answer. So, thank you. Always so thankful for every guest, and particularly for Dr. Pransky. Uh, enjoy it.
1: You know the qu- the question on uh, at hand is the relevance of S- Sydney Banks to the, the principles, the understanding. Uh, and I understand why people are asked that question because they're saying, well, what, uh, if, if people gain under, an understanding of the principles, what did, what difference does it make how they, they ca- came upon it? Mm-hmm. I understand that's a perfectly logical question. Now, I'd like to give my, my personal answer to that question. Uh, I think that, uh, that it matters that people uh, understand how this understanding came about. So I think it, it matters if people can look at the origins of this understanding, and this, and what you'd see if you looked at the origins of that the understanding is is uh, has very uh, great depth to it, and it, and it would take a uh, a very profound person to grasp that understanding. Now, I think that. Uh, that it it matters that Sidney Banks uh, intuited this understanding. It matters that he uh, had a moment of truth. So that his experience matters to people because the fact that he could have a moment—a moment of truth—is testament that that anybody can have a moment of truth. Oh. So that he had a moment of truth it is a wonderful thing, but it opens up the possibility that that, that having a moment of truth is within the human realm,
0: hmm.
1: and. Uh, in a way, he's evidenced to that. So, and what recommends him is that he was a person who, who had a ninth grade education, he was a, a welder, and before he has his experience, he actually was troubled. He certainly wasn't the kind of person who could come up with the, the quality of thinking that he had, had to come with uh, after he had his experience. So he had his experience and he was one person, and then after his experience, uh, his personality had a remarkable change. His intelligence improved, his the wisdom that he had, his confidence, uh, everything went to a whole nother level after he had his enlightenment experience. And I think that's very hopeful to to the rest of us, that he uh, had that experience out of the blue and there was really no reason for him to have the experience that he had. In other words, prior to that, he there was no inklingly that he was capable of that and yet, that's what happened to him. Now, I would say that all of us, all of our levels of consciousness went up. So, when we heard I'm listening to him, there was such a thing as a, as a level of consciousness and a person could have a permanent change in their level of consciousness, and that that was part of the human potential, that was news to all of us. Because we didn't see such a thing, at what we now call a, a vertical dimension in life. We didn't really know there was such a thing. We thought all there was, was improving people's plight, by improving their awareness, uh, solving their problems, dealing with their bad feelings. So we didn't realize that people could have have a sudden jump in, in their level of consciousness, and that would really, in a way make them a different person. Now, I became a a believer in that because I saw it happen to myself and my wife, Linda. So we had a a significant jump in our level of consciousness when we got around Sid, and it it stayed with us really for the rest of our lives. So all of a sudden, Our confidence, our well-being, our resilience, everything went to another level after we met Sid and got to know him and heard his message. So that's what is in the offering now, is that people can have a rise in their level consciousness that it's not rented; it's 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 bought. In other words, people can see a, a change in their level of consciousness, and that change will stay with them. So much, you know, when people say, "Well, I'm I've been down in the dumps," uh, the reason they can say that is they they knows that their level of consciousness is currently their level of understanding is currently low and it won't be low for forever so they have built in resilience because they know that what their what their experience is is temporary and uh, they can go to another level of consciousness and and then that will give them a whole different experience of life so this is what's in the offering for all of us that a change of level consciousness is a game changer for people now the one thing I like about Sid is that he's a, a tremendous teacher in that he knows how to level the playing field so when I first met Sid I fashioned myself a, uh, a seminar leader and Sid said well George uh, you don't want to be a leader you want to share with people. Share an understanding with people. Because if you're a leader, if you consider a leader, they're going to follow you and uh, it's not good for them to be led. So that was my introduction to the difference between uh, a a seminar leader and just someone who shares with other people. So that was something that stood out to me about what what he said. Uh, he, he He was very humble, and yet he was tremendously confident about what he knew. I hadn't seen that before. That was new to me.
0: Mm.
1: Now, the other thing I wanted to say is that one of the questions I asked myself is, why does it matter that people are able to learn from Sydney Bank's Why does it matter that we're able to learn from his materials that he has, from his conferences? And what I came up with is that Sid is really an example of what's possible for people. You know, he represents what's possible for people. That... People are not stuck with the psychological function that they normally have. They can take their game to another level. They can, or or another way of saying it, they can raise their conscious state. And that's what the practitioners are wanting to do is they want to help people to raise their level of conscious state.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And the fact that Sid had that experience is inspiration for other people. So putting it <coughs> putting it in context, If he could do it, uh, it's open to all of us. And one of the things it's done is we don't respect, and I'm not concerned about our lower levels of consciousness, because we see the higher level consciousness as our natural state so even though everybody has moments when uh, sometimes long moments when they're down in the dumps the fact that highest states of functioning are natural and are in the cards for us makes it easy for us to not be frightened and concerned about when our level of consciousness might be temporarily low. Mm. So that's one thing that mattered to me as a someone who was learning from Sydney Banks. It mattered to me that people are naturally resilient, and that you don't have to do anything do anything to make them resilient they're naturally resilient yeah well that's really what I wanted to say uh, Anna so that uh, that's my sentiment about why it matters that Sydney banks had the experience now th- there's also the fact that his materials are very uplifting and very profound so for myself, George Pransky I see his materials as the main source of my own learning Mm -hmm. so the fact that Sid has materials is great for me because I can take advantage of of them, and my clients benefited from it. So I, I, I suggest that everybody, all my clients and all the people I know, listen to the Sid's tapes and benefit from them. Now, in, in George Pransky's mind, there's no doubt that Sid's at a higher level than me. You know so what? What it takes me, I don't know. Twenty five minutes to say, he can say in five minutes. Yeah. So that's what profundity does. It makes it, it it raises a person's level of consciousness and. Uh, and they, and they can say in a lot more in less time. So that's what's happened over my career. I've been seeing that, and it really is relevant in that I can see how Sid can say things, you know, in, in a short time. It's, it's, that's how he goes about things, and that keeps me humble, and it also um, is encouraging and hopeful that Sid uh, is such a good teacher. Yeah. He, He does a lot of things, you might say, he does a lot of things right as a teacher. And I'll tell you something else. He lives what he teaches. So it's not just a theory to him, he, he lives it. He's a, he's a very a humble person, he's a very kind person, he's a very generous person. I remember once I, I, I gave this him this jacket that I was all proud of and he, he thanked me for it. And then he gave that jacket to someone And I asked him about that, and he said, well, George, they needed it more than I did. So So I gave it to them. And I was shocked at his generosity. He was generous in spirit, and he also, he didn't concern himself with how wealthy he was, or he just, he was doing it for the right reasons. So that's something else that I really, admired Bob said he was very much lived what he taught and he was just a very uh, humble uh, giving person
0: well thank you George yeah there is a relevance of uh, Sydney Bank's role and, and it matters and it's um there's something that uh, for us who never met him and who, it doesn't matter really if you met him or not. It's just yeah. to take ownership of it. You know, it just comes to me that, that ownership of, uh, oh, this is what I, I have experienced. There is a change in my life. I share that. And this is where it comes from. As you were saying, the origins of it. And and we have that in common. Well, I have you
1: it. Know, oh, it's beautiful. The, it's, the other thing, Anna, is If you don't, if you leave Sidney Banks out of the equation, Mm. then you have a problem, you know, identifying the origins of this understanding. Because if it didn't come from Sidney Banks, if he wasn't the inspiration, uh, then what is it, where would it come from? Is it just uh, a bunch of people falling in love with their own ideas
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know that that's the alternative so this this the origin of this understanding is Sydney banks and Sydney banks's experience and if you leave that out then it's up for grabs it's every person for themselves as to what how this understanding came about yeah and if you go back and listen to it, you're getting it from the horse's mouth yeah. you know with George Pransky you're not getting it from the horse's mouth because uh, I just don't see what he sees mm-hmm. so you're just talking at, at the level of that I that I can talk out, but it's it's nice to the someone who clearly sees truth and who can share it with other people, and that's what Sid Banks brings to the table.
0: Yes, I'm very thankful for. Um, yeah. For everything, and thank you, George, for for your input in all this, and it comes from your heart, and it's felt, and I thank you for that.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
0: Yeah.